Welcome to No Rain Date, a community podcast about local news and people. No Rain Date is a production of Saucon Source LLC. For more local news and information, please visit SaucinSource.com. Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of No Rain Date, your local news podcast for all the latest happenings in Saucon Valley and beyond. I'm Josh Popachak, your host for No Rain Date, as well as the publisher of Saucon Source. And I'm happy to share with you the latest headlines. These are for the week ending November 28th, 2020. And we're recording a little earlier this week because it's obviously the week of Thanksgiving. We, of course, wish everyone in our listening audience a very happy and safe Thanksgiving holiday. In election news, on Tuesday, the state of Pennsylvania certified that Joe Biden was the winner of the state's presidential election on November 3rd. So it took several weeks to do that, but that means that Biden will receive the state's 20 electoral college votes in several weeks when the electoral college meets. And that's sort of the final step in the process by which he becomes the president-elect. The vote totals in Pennsylvania were close, however, not as close as in a number of other states. In the end, the Secretary of State for Pennsylvania said that Biden won by about 80,000 votes. That was the official count. This is part of the process that isn't always closely looked at, but because of this year's election and how divisive it was and with unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud, a number of county election commissions did not unanimously certify the votes from those particular counties. And the disagreements seem to largely be along party lines with Republicans voting against the certification in some cases. However, this did not stop the final certification by the state as a whole. In COVID-related news, cases continue to climb, the surge continues, and it is having an impact in a number of ways. This week, Governor Tom Wolf and Pennsylvania Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine announced that they are imposing new restrictions and updating some other restrictions as part of their continuing effort to stop the spread of the virus. The case counts per day. New cases have been averaging between six and 7,000 a day over the past week, at least. So The caseloads have never been higher, and that should be alarming. However, it's it's not really changing the behaviors that we're seeing at a local level. It doesn't seem to be. Part of Wolf's announcement on Monday was that there would be a ban on alcohol sales in restaurants on Wednesday night, which is Thanksgiving Eve, starting at 5 o'clock. This has angered a number of restaurant owners with liquor licenses because typically Thanksgiving Eve is one of the busiest nights of the year in bars and and other drinking establishments. 
And obviously 2020 has been a very difficult year uh, in the restaurant business, not just in Pennsylvania, but everywhere. Many have survived simply by uh, pivoting to offer more takeout options, curbside delivery. Obviously, um, alcohol is a big driver of sales if you're in the restaurant business. So this did not go over well, and there's there's been some backlash about it. It is just the one night, Wednesday, November 25th. In addition to that, the announcement stated that school districts must now officially certify that they are in compliance with all health and safety protocols if the school districts are located in Pennsylvania counties in which there is substantial transmission of the coronavirus occurring. That's almost all of the counties at this point. I think there are only maybe five counties out of 67 that do not have substantial transmission rates at this point. So obviously, Northampton and and Lehigh counties are in that boat. The way it's going to work is that if there's been substantial transmission for at least two weeks, I believe it is, the superintendent and the school board president in each district will have to attest to the fact that they are following all the, the protocols. That's in order to be able to continue in-person learning if they want to do that. Now, Saucon Valley does have in-person learning. It's one of several districts in the area that has had in-person learning since the school year began in late August. However, there have been a number of interruptions to the in-person learning at the high school. Students just returned from two weeks of learning remotely on November 16th, and they're going to be learning remotely again for five days following the Thanksgiving break. That's as a preventive measure. All students will be learning virtually, including elementary and middle school students. A number of other districts have announced similar plans to have students at home immediately following the Thanksgiving break, with the thinking being that families will be traveling for the holiday, and even if they're not traveling, they'll be gathering in groups with friends and family members that they maybe haven't seen for a while, and this could further increase the spread of the virus. That's certainly going to impact schooling in the near future, and uh, it will be interesting to see how case counts develop after the Thanksgiving holiday, not just in in schools, but, but everywhere since it is a holiday when many people are on the move. In the Quakertown School District, a number of teachers called out sick on Monday, and this, according to the superintendent, was apparently the result of a private event that was hosted for high school students off school property. Various social media posts indicate that it it was a homecoming dance held at a Quakertown area establishment. Although the, the union has not confirmed that this was a, an organized effort on the part of teachers, it may have angered some of them that students were congregating in a social setting which could potentially spread the virus and they would bring it back to school. Something similar happened in the Southern Lehigh School District about two weeks ago, and in that case, 
according to various social media posts, there was a, a dance held outside of school by families that felt that students had missed out this year because any type of extracurricular activity such as a dance is not allowed under the current restrictions due to COVID-19. And so these situations have sparked a lot of debate among parents, among community members. Some people feel that kids are, are losing out, and of course they are in, in some ways, but other people believe that health and safety should come first. There's this constant struggle between the two sides, and we're seeing that at a number of different levels, and it's certainly partly political in nature. So it's a concern, and likely, it's likely that this will continue to happen if these gatherings are held, and it doesn't seem like the mechanisms are really in place to stop them. However, as part of his announcement, on Monday, Governor Wolf and Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine said that they will be stepping up enforcement of the health orders in the state. And they outlined a variety of ways uh, in which that may happen. However, for the most part, the system that is in place only works if there's an honor system being followed. And clearly that isn't always the case. So again, this is kind of a wait and see situation. Will they enforce these orders? And to what degree will it get a lot worse before that happens in terms of new cases and deaths, hospitalizations? The underlying concern in a lot of this is that hospitals will become overcrowded and will not be able to handle other cases due to COVID-19 patients. Certainly, that's within the realm of possibility based on the numbers that we're seeing now. And Secretary of Health Levine shared several projections in Monday's announcement about the new restrictions that put Pennsylvania on a course to possibly having as many as 22,000 new cases a day within a few months' time. Deaths could soar as well. So that's obviously concerning. Because of these rising case numbers, more efforts are being made to modify holiday events in order to keep everybody safe. However, the way in which they're modified varies depending on the event. The promenade shops at Saucon Valley announced that they will still have their traditional Santa on hand for photos at the gazebo, which is in the center of the Lifestyle Center next to Starbucks. However, it's going to be a different setup this year. First of all, you won't simply be able to walk up and get in line to get a photo. You will have to make a reservation online, and that's actually through the Dance Camera City website. You can find all this information in our article about Santa at the Promenade. Santa will also be behind plexiglass, so you won't be able to sit on his lap. He will be wearing a mask. All of the Visitors who want to talk to Santa and share their list with him will also have to wear masks. There will be extensive sanitizing happening, and the gazebo will be kept open so that fresh air can circulate through it because fresh air is 
the enemy of the coronavirus. It helps to disperse the aerosols that are known to transmit it. So definitely bundle up if you're going, if you're planning to visit Santa at the promenade shops starting this weekend. Hellertown is also having a big holiday extravaganza the weekend after Thanksgiving. And that is going to be different from their traditional light up night due to COVID-19 restrictions. The tree lighting, which will kick off the weekend on Friday night, will be broadcast live on Facebook to view it. Tune in to the Hellertown Lower Saucon Chamber Facebook page. The tree lighting is going to begin at 7 p.m. The next day, there's going to be a special drive-through event at Dimmick Park, which is where the tree lighting and light-up night is normally held. Visitors uh, to the park will be able to see some beautiful lights, get some goodies while they're in their cars, slowly driving through. Also, the chamber will be handing out a number of holiday coupon booklets featuring savings from local businesses. And of course, Saturday is Small Business Saturday. So what perfect timing is that? We at Sock and Source strongly support all efforts to promote small business and Small Business Saturday. And we hope you will uh, take advantage of the savings and not just support these businesses one day of the year, but all through the holiday season and all year round. They certainly need the support this year. Many have faced very difficult circumstances due to COVID-19 restrictions, the shutdowns that occurred in the spring, and they're hoping to recoup some of their losses during the holiday period. So I'm sure you'll want to grab one of those uh, holiday booklets and check it out. The final event that's part of this three-day weekend is going to be called Sit Down with Santa. And these are virtual visits with Santa that the Chamber is hosting online. You can find more information about that and how to register in our story about the Hellertown Holiday Weekend Extravaganza. If you register, you'll have three minutes with Santa to talk to him, tell him what you want for Christmas. You'll also be able to get a keepsake photo of Santa through a special app or widget that's being uh, used as part of this live broadcast. That sounds really cool, actually. So I think you'll want to check it out. The main thing is that, you know, you get to tell Santa what you want for Christmas and, you know, see him, talk to him. And it'll be a little different this year, but it's, it's still going to be a fun, jolly time. Continuing on with our, our holiday season kickoff theme, the Fountain Hill Fire Department has opened its Christmas tree sale at the Fountain Hill Borough Pool, which is at Stanley Avenue and Dodson Street. If you're familiar with Fountain Hill, it's basically behind the Wawa that's on Broadway. And this is a big fundraiser for the fire department, which is a volunteer department. The trees are all about seven to eight feet in height. They're $40. They have a variety of types, Fraser firs, con colors. They will assist you with bailing your tree and getting it onto your car if you need that. And of course, COVID-19 safety protocols are being followed at the tree sale. Masks are being worn, social distance is being maintained, but certainly it's, uh, it's a great 
cause and a great organization. And if you like having a real tree, there's not really a better place to look for one. If you go early, you'll have the best selection. As it stands, the, the tree sale will be open through December 19th, but if they run out of trees, it, it may close earlier. We have the hours for that and other information, other details in our story on sockandsource.com. And lastly, we want to make you aware of an upcoming holiday contest. We will be promoting on Sock and Source with help from a couple of our friends in the business community that are sponsoring it. This will be a contest for both homeowners who decorate for the holidays and businesses. And we're really excited about it. We're going to have a great prize for both a homeowner and a business owner. Look for a story about that on Sock and Source this weekend. Of course, if you're decorating, make a mental note to uh, take a picture once you're all done. And then that's basically all you need to enter the contest, which is also going to be a fundraiser for two local nonprofits. We're finalizing the details about which ones will receive the money that will be donated for each entry at this point, but they are organizations that you are familiar with that do great work here in the Valley. And I know you're going to want to help support them and the people they serve during this holiday season. So once again, Holiday Lights Contest 2020 is coming to Sock and Source. And now we have as our guests, Amy Musser, and Sally Chutchman of Two Angels, who are going to talk about the very timely topic of gratitude and gratitude in 2020 when so many things have seemingly gone wrong. So I hope you'll enjoy that and join us again for the latest news next week. It's my pleasure to welcome back two of our friends and former guests to No Rain Date, Amy Musser and Sally Chutchman. They're the owners of Two Angels, based here in Hellertown. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us back. Anytime. It's obviously the week of Thanksgiving, and I thought it would be a great time, especially after the past nine, ten months, to talk about gratitude with two people who are sort of experts in it. You both maintain like a, a positive outlook and you do that in a way that I think, you know, is inspiring for a lot of people, myself included. You, you make an effort to spread positivity through what you're doing, not just as with two angels, but, you know, in your everyday lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are finding that challenging right now due to the COVID-19 pandemic, politics has divided families, people are facing the same personal issues or health issues that they were a year ago, but they're much more complex now because of restrictions. Mm -hmm. So let's start off with, with that. Like, how do you, you know, when you're, when you're feeling overwhelmed by negativity, how do you, how do you personally deal with that and and return to positivity well i have a routine every morning so starting the day off with positivity is key for me 
Right. Um, I go to bed writing a gratitude list every night and sleep with that on the brain. And that seems to make me either sleep more peacefully. I don't tend to have any bad dreams. Hmm. So when you, I feel like when you go to bed thinking about what you're grateful for, it sets you up to have a better morning. I'm not the typical get up, have coffee, and rush to do whatever I need to do. I'm more the, I stay in bed, I meditate, I pray. I think about the things that I'm grateful for until I actually feel it. I think that's part of it also. Just thinking gratitude, writing gratitude, isn't necessarily enough. We have to actually feel it. And I try not to get out of bed (laughs) until I'm there. (laughs) Sometimes it's not always, it doesn't always work just because of how I slept or how late I stayed up, which is my fault. But yeah, I I do a routine every day and I, I start my day off that way with a clear mind, all set up for gratitude. And it has to be the simple things. So many people focus on the big things and they're not realizing that just having a roof over your head is something to be grateful for. A bed to sleep in. And that's one thing I do every morning. I'm so grateful for my bed. I'm so grateful for the roof over my head. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that I can go down in my kitchen and find something to eat. You know, the little things are what I think make the bigger things happen. They manifest into your life. The more you feel grateful, the more things come into your life to be grateful for. Right. That's how I feel. Same thing with negativity. You wake up and you're negative. Well, that's how your whole day is going to snowball. Right? That's you agree? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, it's 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 more and, like that. You and then I'll go for a walk out in nature, and I'll be like, oh, I'm so grateful. Look at how beautiful that tree is. Like I try to be. You know, when I walk with people, they're like, you're so aware of the birds and the animals and the blue sky and the hearts that I see all the time in nature. I said, well, yeah, because I could be focusing on politics or Mm -hmm. the person who almost ran into my car. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things going on right now. You have to make that conscious choice to focus on the good. You have to. Right. Yeah. If you don't, you're going to get sucked into Facebook and all the ranting and raving that's going on. And that just puts you down a rabbit hole. And that's not a place I want to be. Right. Right. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it's purposeful and you're conditioning yourself. That's what it is. To be positive. Mm -hmm. Which... I think a lot of people don't do. I know I don't do that. <laughs> um, well, and then posting positive quotes. That's another thing I do first thing in the morning. I always put something up there that's, I feel almost like I'm guided to put up there. It might not necessarily be anything that has to do with my personal life, but I will try to put positivity. I do not post any drama any gossip, anything that has to do with politics, (laughs) no way. Yeah. (laughs) Not just because I just don't want people to have to feel the need to voice their opinion. (laughs) Right. You know? And that's nothing new with you either. No. You've uh never done done that. I mean, 
But things have gotten a lot worse in the last year. They have. They have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you get what you focus on. You do get what you focus on for sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And she, her and I, we work together with our moods. We do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She'll be like, I'm tired. I need some uplifting. So, you know, we work together on holding each other accountable for that. Right. Finding positive people in your life to be with helps you be positive. Right. Saying thank you. Thank you for things that you... Thank you for pointing out something that I didn't do correctly because now I know how to do it right. Thank you, you know, for holding the door for me. Just thank you for allowing us to come today. Like, and truly be thankful for that. That's... I say thank you a lot during the day, even if I get negative feedback from somebody. Thank you for pointing that out because I'm going to focus on something positive from that. So I thank them. And don't you feel like sometimes people that are really negative come into your life so that you know how not to be? Yes. <laughs> That's the next thing I was going to ask yes, you about. they do. They do. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. right, no matter how positive you are, no matter how conditioned you are, sooner or later... Somebody is going to enter your sphere that is a negative person right. or, or has a negative impact on you. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you deal with that and still, you know, you, you, you don't want them to be around you because you don't want to absorb the negativity. People are not likely to change, you know. Well, and we can't change them either. Right. We shouldn't want to change them because that's pretty selfish. If we want people to change for our own specific right. need. Of course. You know, we have to allow people to be who they are and accept that and just know that we have the choice to have them in our life or not. Right. Now, if you're at a store and you run into a negative person, that's completely different. So for me, what I do is I send them love and light. I'm just like, please, just, <laughs> you need it. You need prayers. You need love. You need light. You, you tell them that. No, I don't that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you never, yeah, you don't say, like, you're just too negative. For all, like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I don't. That's no, probably I'll a just good be thing. like, okay, I'm going to go to this line. Right. <laughs> I remove myself. Mm-hmm. It's an, you use avoidance to yeah. well, protect if I, yourself. Yeah. If I feel something that's negative, like, person that's nasty or um i could hear it or feel it i just go right around them and go somewhere else there are so many people that i have come encounter with that not towards me but towards other people yelling because somebody's not wearing a mask or just frustrated i get it everybody is entitled to have their own feelings and their opinions I want to have mine, so I feel like we can't cross that line and argue with people. Just let people live how they feel they need to live. But don't argue with somebody because they're not wearing a mask and you are. You know, I run into that a lot at the post office. I've run into it at the grocery store. I've seen somebody run across a giant parking lot and scream at a guy because he didn't have a mask on in the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm like, he's in the parking lot, you know? This is what I'm thinking, and I'm just, love and light to you, lady, love and light to you who's not wearing the mask, because mm-hmm. everybody's entitled, it's their life. They can do what they want. Now, if they, I am a mask wearer because I feel like I wanna protect other people. It's not just about me. Right. But that's my opinion. 
Right. Some people don't think they work, so mm-hmm. that's their opinion. I'm not going to get in the middle of that. Right. Nope, I just let them do their thing. I do my thing. It's called watering your own grass and not caring about the other person's. Right. <laughs> I know? think I think what's happening is in those situations people are are sort of getting like a road rage type syndrome because they're projecting like all these other feelings they have about America and our society and entitlement into that one brief interaction. Right. And and this is a problem. It's a big problem like you said. It's happening all over the place and it sort of seems like it's everybody for themselves because there's nobody really, you know, in a in an official capacity doing anything and i really don't even know that they could it's created an atmosphere of anxiety i think for a lot of people when when you at least expect it you don't expect to go to the post office and have all these feelings (laughs) i'm I'm just standing in line and people are just calling each other out about you know you're not wearing a mask and well, um, yeah, I know. What was, <laughs> That's what was the response? Yeah. What was like once a mundane activity is now it right. seems like it's life or death, mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's exhausting for people. So that's where you you sort of come in again, and yeah, I mean, that's where writing down what you're grateful for daily really helps, and to sit and reflect on that because it kind of takes you back, it slows you down, it slows your mind down. So your mind's not racing to those negative feelings or thoughts when you sit and reflect. If you're not if you're not somebody that meditates all the time, but you like to sit quietly, maybe you like to draw, maybe you like to color, maybe you don't like to journal. But if you sit and reflect and slow your mind down, I think that really helps mm-hmm. when you think positively and and, and then you're not going to you're not going to be so ang- anxious and yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I also think when you're in the midst of that issue, when there's people yelling and being angry, I'm thinking, well, I'm grateful I'm not either of them. <laughs> because right, exactly. I'm grounded, mm-hmm. I'm good with my choices, mm-hmm. and I go to bed knowing I did the best I could for that whole day. And just feeling grateful for that. You know, grateful that none of my family has been touched by covid you know that sally and i are still able to work and i think that people who have been laid off or let go or their business closed i have empathy for them because you know this wasn't something that they did to deserve that it was out of our control so with that being said i feel like this is kind of a time that we are supposed to be focusing on gratitude. We are supposed to allow like our inner being to guide us as to what next steps we're supposed to take. Right. Meaning like maybe that job you weren't really happy with, but you were too uncomfortably comfortable to move. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Maybe I even said that backwards, but yeah, some people just, they get comfortable in mm-hmm. a situation. I can't tell you how many people have come to me for a session because they can't stand the people they live with. And that's been something that's been going on with the pandemic too. And I said, you have to be grateful 
Start focusing on the things that you're grateful about that person. Correct. Right. Shift your mind mm -hmm. because right now you're nitpicking because we're all, not, not necessarily her and I, but some people are just very agitated and it's reflecting on their relationships at home. Absolutely. And so if you can get back to focusing on, you know, why did you guys move in together? <laughs> why did you guys get married? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, get into yeah. that mindset and really work on yourself. I, that's what I feel like this pandemic is all about. Us working on ourselves. Do you, deep. do you think like maybe now and this would depend on somebody's circumstances and you know their level of comfort with you know being around other people but like maybe like doing volunteer work or something like Absolutely, yes. would help somebody realize that hey you know I do have a lot of things to be grateful for yes. compared to mm -hmm. you know if you're volunteering at a soup kitchen or you know mm -hmm. uh, something like that well and there's so many people that don't think that that stuff is continuing because of the pandemic but it is there's definitely ways that you can help others which actually ends up helping yourself because it makes you feel good right to help other people right so, and you do that every year with your drive for the center for animal health and welfare mm -hmm. and you're still doing that this I'm year doing that and the safe harbor right. homeless shelter yep i've already started taking donations Have and a lot. you you just to explain to people who who don't know how this works you basically collect through the holidays mm -hmm. and then you deliver these like, much needed supplies like right around christmas it's usually christmas eve morning christmas eve and these are things like for the for the animals like pet food and blankets and cat litter they take cleaning products too okay bleach which I'm sure are more needed now. Yeah, right. because if we can't get a hold of them, right? <laughs> how are they going to get a hold of them? Right, exactly. You know? They're depending on the kindness of strangers. Yeah, and then with the homeless shelter, I still have to place a call and find out what their rules are. Right. I'm hoping they'll take it because I have a lot. <laughs> I really don't want it in my house. And the... Goodwill and all that they're not taking donations right now so like clothing like, and yeah they're like not that. taking any of that right now so I'm I'm hoping that I can find people right. to donate it to and I, I know I, I know yeah. I'll be led to find somebody right some, some organization if it can't be the homeless shelter right yeah. so if people want to contribute to that they can contact you through Absolutely. your Facebook page yeah. and it's a great they're they're both great organizations to support and and yeah like just even if you can't volunteer doing something like that right. donating to someone in need turkeys to families you know use your free turkey coupon right you know, and the store even away. helps with that right mm -hmm. the homeless shelter has a kitchen so usually every year I collect mostly cookies. <laughs> donuts, that kind of stuff, and drop it off mm -hmm. for them to have a treat. Yeah. Yeah, they love that. They absolutely love it. Now, last year, it was really nice out. So there was not hardly anyone there. But the year before that, when it was completely icy and cold, the whole cafeteria was full. 
And I remember walking in there and they were all in the middle of prayer before they ate. And I can't tell you how many of them came up to me and to my mom and whoever was with me that year and just was like, we were so grateful. Thank you so much. We have, we'll take these bags and we'll make sure they go where they need to go. And I've even had, including my mother, people donate little Ziploc baggies filled with toothpaste and a toothbrush, shaving cream, razors, a bar of soap. Like that's all stuff that they can use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wipes because they can take them out with them to clean off their face right. and their hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of think outside the box. That's another thing I think this pandemic did. <laughs> We did become very creative <laughs> with our thinking, mm-hmm. creative with solutions to problems, creative ideas of what to do when we're bored. So it helped a lot of us who maybe didn't feel creative in that way have to come up with solutions and figure out how to how to do things differently because we weren't able to go out. We weren't able to be with our friends and family. So thank Thank God for technology. Shelly and I were talking about that this morning. Yeah, very thankful for technology. Oh, yeah. As much as we complain about it and and stuff like that, um, without that, I I did an online class that I would have never done had it been not on Zoom. Right. Because I'm not driving at night. I don't feel like going out after work. Like, you always come up with an excuse. But thankful Thankfully for technology, I was able to do it at my home last night, and I loved it. I loved it. I often want, I think about that. Like, what what if this pandemic had happened, like, 30 years ago when I was a kid? There was no internet. How would we have studied? I mean, we couldn't have gone to school. No. We still would have exactly. had to go to school. I mean, maybe maybe they would have had classes outside or... In the, right. I know they did that in 1918 because I've seen pictures of it in New York of, like, kids all bundled up like in the winter mm-hmm. and a teacher teaching them like on the roof of a building right. oh my <laughs> on the roof okay. i'd be like i'm sorry i'm afraid of heights i'm not going today <laughs> yeah i mean but we we take it for granted in a way that right. we have zoom that we have these these tools at our fingertips and and they have made a huge difference mm-hmm. this year how so many, that's something to be grateful for how many businesses have gone online live sales mm-hmm. you know that has kept them i had a, a girlfriend who had a thrift store and she had to close down because of covid she just there was no way she could keep up with it after the shutdown she's doing better with online live sales right her foundation like that's something to be grateful for she's very grateful that that happened she's so much less stri- stressed out mm-hmm. being at home Right, she doesn't have to pay rent. Right, she doesn't have any overhead. Right, but if she was such a negative person that she probably wouldn't have been able to pivot like that. Correct, exactly, right. Right. So that's where like your your own mindset Mm -hmm. becomes Mm -hmm. your greatest like ally in this type of situation. Mm -hmm. People are sinking or swimming. It's it's harsh to say this to people who are negative, but it's really their choice. You know, right. you wake up and you get to decide. Right, exactly. You might not be feeling that great, but you can change mm-hmm. that. And I'm looking at it like with the pandemic, like how awesome is it that you get to spend this time with your kids? Mm-hmm. You know, and your your family that lives with you. I mean, right. I think that's awesome. So many parents 
work full time and don't get a chance to be with their children. Mm-hmm. And this kind of forced you to. Right. Yeah, the online schooling, I don't believe, is for every child because they struggle with it. And if the parent is working full time from home and has a smaller child who's trying right. to learn remotely, yeah, yes, that, that can be difficult. But there's ways to navigate through that and make it fun. That's right. where you get back to that creativity, you know? <laughs> you got to come up with creative ideas. And And I'm sure there are people that continue to do that and... You know, and it's 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 admirable because I think you know, twenty years from now, when you're talking about the pandemic with your family, do you want to like talk about all the things that you did together? Or oh, I don't, I don't really remember. We were all in our rooms with our devices, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> like, right. Because it's your, it's ultimately your choice, right. you know, to yeah. decide which of those two people you're going to be. That's right. And, yeah, I mean, I don't have kids or anything, but if I did, I would absolutely want to, you know, have spent time, like, playing games with them or, you know, maybe things that I did as a kid that normally you wouldn't be able to do now because everybody's so technologically, you know, inclined. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, we have to, like, remember that we can still do those things and, you know, creativity, like you said, I mean, there was a community art walk in Hellertown I over the fall, that. which was such a great I loved it. silver lining in a way to the pandemic here. Mm-hmm. People got out paintbrushes and, you know, created all different kinds of artwork. Mm-hmm. And it was displayed along the path in Borough Authority Park for a month over the fall. And I, I enjoyed it. And I mean, art putting your emotions into art is a proven you know remedy for negativity it is you can't really stay negative and be an artist so right yeah it's creative expression in that way it is and that's like people who do yoga online Mm -hmm. right yoga is a form of art um Mm -hmm. and if you and if you are somebody who says well i've never i've never painted before i don't know how to do anything we all have the internet you can go on youtube and look up, you know, any kind of yes. creativity, creativity, you know, mm-hmm. creative expression. There's going to be a million videos about right. it. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, maybe that'll inspire you. But you just have to, like, all you have to do is, like, Go type in a couple words on <laughs> right. it. Exactly. On Go your screen. YouTube is, is wonderful for videos and how-tos. And, again, that's where technology, grateful for technology nowadays. Right. Um, because if we didn't have that, it would be way different, right? Like, we couldn't get to the library. Um, they're closed. So. Right. Yeah, and people are actually fixing things themselves instead of hiring people. Which, you know, can be negative for those people who yeah. are looking for work. But people are actually <laughs> learning how to do things on their own and not relying on other people. Right. That's a good thing. It is. It is. And... And I've even, I think I've even done that a couple of times with things, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, it does force you to, like, think about things more deeply. And instead of just, like, you know, reaching for the phone, you know, to call somebody for help, you know, you, you want to, like, maybe try and do things on your own a little yeah. bit more. Well, especially if you can't go out and have it fixed by somebody else, or you can't have people over to fix whatever it is you need fixed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're almost forced to either leave it broken (laughs) 
or figure out how to fix it on your own. And that that's also a part of growing and learning. I feel like that's part of our journey forever. Until we die, we are always learning. It's not always going to be comfortable. <laughs> like right now, we're all in that cocoon. Right. Hopefully when this is over, we'll all be beautiful butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know how to fix things. <laughs> we'll all be so grateful. Um, and it'll be just a different world. You know? I think it's going to be... I think it's a good thing. I, I know it's a good thing. I know all this is happening for a reason. And I know that when we come out of this, it's going to be amazing. That's... I think that's a wonderful thought and and I have heard so few people say that so because you know in common conversation you know small talk it's just kind of like oh, what a terrible year this has been oh you know you think your year was bad well, you, yeah, you, you look at things right so right. if somebody's going to look at that and, and point out everything negative that has happened or they can sit back and be and think about all the positive and if they speak that then they're going to be happier grateful for everything and it'll turn that conversation and they'll also attract happier people they will attract if you think people. about it mm -hmm. when you go into a place and you hear people complaining it's not just one person they're all chiming in. right <laughs> <laughs> so for me i go into those places and i'm like oh i gotta go out <laughs> i can't be in here and i i leave because that's not for me like i i don't choose to be around that <laughs> So I'll go somewhere else. And right. I noticed that even with my mom and dad, when we go out places, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel comfortable here. And I'll just tell them that because I feel that, I feel that anger and that frustration more than just hearing the words. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Yeah, well, you and you do too though. I do, I do. But I also like for somebody to see the other side. Absolutely. I always see the other side of things. And that's a good thing and a bad thing at times, only because you always see the other side. If you are negative, if I come into a room and it's and people are talking about each other or, or something negative, I want to come in and say, well, have you thought about it this way in a more positive light? Mm -hmm. I want them to that see can, that. can, yeah, go both ways. Because mm -hmm. when you're negative, you kind of want to recruit more negative people. Right. And then you're going to be like, well, you're why are you playing devil's advocate, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Have you, you know, heard that before? Uh, yeah. And I and I tell people a lot of times that those of us who are here to spread the love and light and be positive, to um, lead people down a more positive and enlightened path, it is so easy for us to get pulled down. Mm -hmm. It's easier for us to get pulled down than it is for us to pull people into that mindset. Some people just weren't raised that way. Some people don't know how to be like that. And it is a daily practice. You know, I wasn't always like this. I went through a massive depression for years off and on. And it took me getting tired of being that way. I didn't want to feel like a victim anymore. I just got tired of it i got tired of being tired i it got tired of sleeping it does oh my god it's so draining to be depressed and <laughs> angry and frustrated it takes a lot more energy yeah and that's a proven fact i believe uh, yes. that it takes more energy to be negative yeah absolutely 
Yeah. And certainly, I mean, for some people that are that are severely depressed, I mean, there are, you know, services available. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. I mean, many wonderful like licensed counselors in the area who do see people remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need to seek that out too to help them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So maybe part of your self awareness is is you know saying you know this negativity and or this depression is more than I can handle on my own exactly Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's totally appropriate and that's totally okay right yeah I mean you have and you have to not settle so meaning if you find a therapist or you find a life coach they don't always resonate with you right so you have to keep trying Mm -hmm. You can't just go once or twice and give up. Right. Right. And that's, that's, I'm glad you made that point because that's very common. Mm -hmm. People don't see that. I mean, if if you went to one place and got a bad haircut, you know, you wouldn't go back again. You wouldn't think anything of trying a different place. Right. But for some reason with like psychology, psychotherapy, people like try it once and then give up. It's because it's hard. It's right. Working on yourself is the hardest work that you'll ever do. Mm -hmm. That's why not many people do it. Right. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Are you making (laughs) I'm getting a vibe here. (laughs) I should say they're wearing their two angels face masks, which are lovely. They feature the two angels logo and halos. (laughs) <laughs> over the, uh, the the wording and we were talking about you know face masks and how many businesses have them now and, and use them as part of their branding I mean that's kind of a, of a silver lining in a way because right. you know it, it gives I mean why just you know wear like a drab face mask which I'm wearing right now <laughs> when you can wear something that's a little more fun and it's become a fashion statement it has, it has. Yeah. yeah I wear my our business cards on my face <laughs> it's conveniently right at eye level <laughs> right at eye level yeah <laughs> yeah well thank you guys so much for joining us and I just you know it's always wonderful to have you here and to remind everybody about you know, gratitude and that it, it's not just something that's going to come to you without you working on yeah, yourself. Yeah, you have to right. work for it. Right. And that's something hopefully we'll all think about this Thanksgiving. Just think more deeply about, you know, things and not just, oh, football or, you know, not that there's anything wrong no, with, there's nothing you know, wrong. enjoying the day. but Because you right. know what? When you find joy... Right. You find gratitude. Exactly. So. And vice but versa. But then be, tell yourself, I'm grateful for football. You know? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Not, I'm entitled to football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm grateful for turkey or whatever right. it is. And you know what? November and Thanksgiving is not the only time to focus on gratitude. Of course. Right. Like, we focus on it for this whole month because we're running a contest. Mm-hmm. But... That doesn't mean it ends there. No. It's not like, okay, Thanksgiving's over. It's time to just go back to our daily lives and forget about what we're thankful for. No. No. (laughs) Right. So you have to keep going. I think we post something positive daily. We do. On our Facebook page. At least once a day. At least once a day. Yeah. Or something funny, at least. Make people laugh, giggle. So definitely follow Two Angels on Facebook. Like the page. That's where the contest is. Mm-hmm. and yep. there'll be information on there for you for about how to enter mm-hmm. all you have to do is read our posts and 
and comment. That's all you have to do. <laughs> you have to, underneath our gratitude post in the morning, all you have to do is, is post your gratitude. That's it. That's it. And the bonus is that you are then like thinking about, That's right. about what you're grateful for, which is going to improve your own life. So mm -hmm. it's a win-win. And this contest is a word a day. So what was today's word? Do you remember? I don't. So we, there's a word that we use and we focus on that. It's not so that you don't have to sit there and, and think and of, think of every, a million yes, different things. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Great. And I wish both of you a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You Same too. You. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you, Josh. Here at Sock and Source, our mission is to provide information and make it as available as possible to the people in our community. A large part of that is a public service, and we're grateful for the support we have from local advertisers because that revenue helps keep the information flowing to you, our readers and listeners. Local news production does cost money, and that's why we've also introduced a voluntary membership option on Sock and Source, and we'd like to tell you a little more about that. Essentially, the membership is a recurring monthly contribution that shows your support for the work that we're doing. It helps guarantee that the information will remain free and accessible to you as well as to others in our community and it also helps fund our future growth. Sock and Source is growing and we're expanding our coverage area. The more support we receive from the community, the better coverage we can provide and the more useful the site will be to you. So that's why we would invite you to visit our membership page on the website sockandsource.com. You can do that by clicking on join under my sock and source which you'll see on the right side of your screen if you're on a desktop or at the bottom of any article page. You'll see several membership options including a monthly membership for $7, a four-month membership for $25, or a yearly membership for $70. These are strictly voluntary contribution levels, and they're not any part of a paywall. There's no requirement to contribute, but we are grateful for those who have already done so, and we hope that you will consider purchasing a membership in the future. Doing so is quick and easy. You can do it securely online, and you can cancel at any time. Thank you again to all our current members, and thank you for considering becoming a future member. I'm happy to have Jessica O'Donnell from the Hellertown Lower Saucon Chamber and Greater Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce here. Jessica, thanks for joining us again here on No Rain Date. Thank you so much for having me again. Exciting times. It is, it is. And we're here to talk about one of the most exciting times of the year in Hellertown, which is the kickoff to the holiday season here. It's going to be a little bit different this year from the traditional light-up night. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so my, my quotes are saying right now is when uh, life throws snowballs, we are making the best out of it. So traditionally, this event, light-up night, is you know, one night, uh, one evening event. However, because of the current mandates and guidelines that we're hearing from the state, we just felt it wasn't feasible to have light-up night like we typically have, because we usually see around 5,000 people at this event. So right. first and foremost, health and safety were our number one priority. But we also wanted to 
keep our annual traditional events going and give the community something to look forward to during these times. Again, many people need that jolly spirit and really something to look forward to. So we've turned it into a three-day weekend holiday celebration. So three days, um, starting on Friday with our virtual tree lighting ceremony. So we're asking everybody to tune in at 7 o'clock on the Hellertown Lower Stockton Chamber page for our tree lighting ceremony. We will go live. You will see messages from our county executive, from Representative Bob Freeman, Mayor Heisman, our chair. And we are going to count down and light up that tree, which we are really, really excited about. The next day, Saturday, which happens to be Small Business Saturday, we are doing a new Lights and More Shades in the Park. Starting at 6 o'clock, we are asking people to please stay in their cars, but you're going to drive up more to Civic Park, and there's going to be some vendors there. There's going to be holiday characters, of course, an appearance by Santa Claus, and we are going to have some decoration and just something to put smiles on everybody's faces. There's going to be a little bit of something for everyone <laughs> uh, as far as we're going to give out hot chocolate kits to take home and do, craft kits take home and do. We have a surprise Santa as far as he's going to be giving away certain things, uh, three toys, and really a whole bunch of things really just to make this year extra jolly. And we could not do it without our, our sponsors. We have so many sponsors this year that really pulled together and really wanted this event to continue. And because of them, we have kind of, I feel like we've kind of raised the bar once again, especially mm-hmm. during COVID. It's going to be a great event and more state Park. parks so at six to eight and then sunday rounding out our weekend we are having sit down with santa but you're not sitting with santa you're sitting with him on your computer screen it's free to participate we are still accepting people to sign up uh, obviously josh i know you will share that link with everybody but kids mm-hmm. can tune in and they can talk with Santa for a couple minutes and then also the program that we're using which we're really excited about they'll be able to take a picture with Santa on the screen and it'll be sent directly to their mobile device so that will round out our holiday weekend Uh, but like we said we are so excited that we're still able to offer our you know annual event it's you know different for us this year but I think that one thing that we've learned during these times and I don't even want to say challenging times I think these are times for us to take opportunities and take risk and really turn it into something great and I think that collectively we as the community have turned it into something really really great I would think that some of this stuff is going to stick for next year. I hope so, and I just want to take a minute to editorialize a little bit and and encourage everybody to be thankful for the fact that you have pivoted and, you know, turned a difficult situation into a positive thing. Certainly, you know, we could have nothing going on, you know, and nobody would want that. You're absolutely right to thank all the sponsors for stepping up, and I know they're, they're, they're listed on your Facebook page. And they're listed in the story I have about the events that are happening. So definitely, we appreciate the sponsors. Couldn't do it without them. And it's, it sounds wonderful. It's, it's going to be a fun event. And most importantly, it's going to be held safely. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Josh, can I add just one more thing? I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> so Saturday was Lights and More Days in the Park, like I mentioned just a few minutes ago. It's also Small Business Saturday. So for Lights and More Days in the Park, we are doing the coupon booklet again this year. It's new, it is electronically. But really, I want all the listeners to please support local. Our businesses need it more than ever. So 
support local, support often, and really kind of change that mindset of, hey, maybe you can go to your local, you know, Soccer Valley Bikes and get a gift card or something like that. Just really change that mindset and support local throughout the holiday season, but even beyond that. So we really just need to continue that because our businesses need us. And again, it's a prime example. Some of our businesses stepped up just to make sure that this event happened this Mm -hmm. weekend. So I'm just encouraging everybody, please, please, please support local. Absolutely. I mean, if you're one of these businesses and and you've had a, a 2020 that's been very difficult, you really need the support more than ever this small yeah. business Saturday. So please yeah. take a minute and think about it, like you said, and and then go out or, you know, stay home. But, you know, make sure that you're your priority is to patronize the local businesses first. Yeah. So thank you, Jessica. And next week, we're going to have your colleague, Ashley, on to talk about the Coopersburg tree lighting. Woo-woo. We're just spreading the holiday all over the Lehigh Valley. Call us the holiday helper. Right, right. <laughs> or rather, I think that's in two weeks. I, I said one week, but Correct. that's in two weeks. Yeah. But I'm yeah. so excited for it that I said, you know, it was next week. It's a, yeah. it's a little right. bit later. Right. It's a little bit later this year in Coopersburg, but save the best for last. It's going to be fun. And and we're also going to have a story about that on Sock and Source in the future. So lots of good things happening. Right around the corner, restaurant week for Helen County. And we're still pushing through. We, uh, you know, we want to, again, support our local businesses and keep with our annual tradition. Right. We don't want COVID to stop last week. We're just going to pivot and adjust it this year. Well, thank you for all for all the hard work you've put into doing that. And um, thank you again for being our guest once again on No Rain. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> we've been recording No Rain Date since late 2019, and we've produced a fair number of episodes at this point. We would love to to hear your feedback about what we're doing. What makes you tune in every week? What ideas do you have for interview guests? Is there something that you think the podcast is missing? Feel free to share your thoughts, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent with us. You can do that by emailing josh at josh at sockandsource.com. No Rain Date is a local news and information podcast, and we focus on the Saucon Valley. However, our guests are from the Lehigh Valley and beyond. So please try and keep that in the back of your mind when you're thinking about ideas for future episodes. Thank you. No Rain Date is an original production of Saucon Source LLC. Our theme music is provided by This Way to the Egress. For more great music by them, be sure to follow This Way to the Egress on Spotify. Thank you for listening.